All right, it's time for Titans Talk reaction to a big, I don't know. Mystery win. <laughs> hard to believe to win against the Chargers, guys. We did enough to win this game, but when we did not convert the fourth down, and I think we made the improper play call, thought we were destined to have a punch to the gut, loss, and go two and five, guys. What, what happened there? I felt the same exact way as you did, and the football god smiled on us today, and we stole one from the Chargers. Yeah, like John said, fate intervened, and what more can you ask for? So what happened there at the end? It was first and one we thought it was over. Now, our guys held up and showed a lot of character there. But a little bit more had to happen. We had that fumble. Well, what about the plays before that? Today, you know, that drive was uh, a metaphor for an entire day on the field. It was a bend-don't-break mentality. We stood up when we needed to, and that was... A, a very impressive drive. You know, we got aided out by a couple penalties here and there and pushed them back to the five. But, but yeah, I think it, it was just really weird to watch unfold, especially with how we know that offense operates. You know, they throw balls all over the field, and they didn't have that. And Melvin Gordon wasn't really super effective. I think it was just a great goal line stand by this defense because from the five yards, they take it down to the one, we stop them. And then they try and run it up the gut, we stop them again. Even though the side judge ruled a touchdown, the whole stadium was about to implode. And then obviously the fateful fumble where Melvin Gordon tries to jump over, but we dislodge it before he even gets to the one-yard line, and then Casey just miraculously comes up with it. So let's talk about our crowd. I've been down on our crowd. The Bills game was really disappointing. It was 70-30 at best. This game, there was a decent share of Chargers fans, but nothing material. We were, I would say, about 65-70% full at our best. The crowd was good tonight, right, guys? I'm, I'm not just being objective. Uh, I was impressed with the end, with how, how loud it was and the energy, and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I think, you know, we showed up. We were loud. It caused a couple of false starts. And uh, for many of, list, many of you listeners who don't know, three false starts in the game on the opposing team, and everybody walks away with a furry frosty from Wendy's. So I'm going to stop and get mine on the way home. But, yeah, the crowd was loud and did what we needed to do to, to, to have a home field advantage for once. Yeah, they they especially stepped up in the last half of the fourth quarter when it came down to crunch time because we had a, we had another touchdown drive to expand the lead. And then obviously they scored right back with Eckler. And then on the final drive, that place just erupted when the ref called it a fumble. We didn't even hear that. He said, recovered by the defense. We just heard it was a fumble. And then everyone just lost their minds. So the big narratives for me, guys, coming into this game were obviously how would Tannehill play? Number two, I want to see Jeffrey Simmons. How many snaps would you see him play, and how would he look? And number three, is Rivers going to single-handedly beat us? Now, on the last one, Rivers played well. Uh, on paper, uh, now he didn't uh, – he wasn't Superman out there, but he certainly wasn't the reason they lost. The reason they lost was their lack of running game, which is absolutely non-existing, surprising from that team because over the years we've just seen them manufacture uh, the, from the running game and their, and their running backs just do excellent on screens and wills and just really, really productive in a number of ways. Their offensive line, they just couldn't get a lot of push from a running game standpoint, and that sort of limited uh, Rivers from being able to, to win this game for them. But you guys, let's talk about, first of all, uh, just your take on Tannehill. As hard as it is for me to admit it, Tannehill played a really good game. He came through when we needed him to. He was 23 for 29 for 312 yards and two touchdowns. He did throw one pick. It was kind of an ugly pick that we, we were in the stands. Couldn't tell if it was an actual fumble or a pick. So it was a really weird play. But, uh, you know, he did well, and these receivers seemed to get open. 
So attribute that to him not holding the ball too long, getting it out quick. But yeah, he played well. I mean, I thought Tannehill played a fearless game because between Davis, A.J. Brown, and Jonu Smith, he probably had at least eight to ten attempts that were tight window or just contested jump ball type throws that Mariota might not have taken. But Tannehill attempted those, and more often than not, they completed. This was easily Davis's best game of the season, and a lot of these catches were contested where he just outmuscled his guy, or Tannehill just fit it in a tight window and let Davis run after the catch. So I wouldn't say uh, adjectives for him were great or uh, he wasn't like Montana out there. But the adjectives I'd say were gutsy and opportunistic because he found his guys when he needed and he did him in stride. Uh, was it a perfect game? Uh, was it a really good game for a guy seeing his first action in a calendar year? Uh, absolutely an excellent place to start. And I know a lot of our fans and part of our minds say, well, we should have lost this game. But we were the better team in this game overall until the very end when we did not convert on that fourth down. And they just kept marched down the field. I think before that, so it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, we're lucky to win this game, but I feel like shot for shot, we were uh, we, we were the better team today, right? I would agree. Yeah, definitely the better team. We played better. We played uh, you, we played physical a lot of times, and I just think that's how you win the football game. Our offense and our defense, I would say, played better than their offense and defense. It's just up until that last fumble, we had one turnover. They had none, and that could have been the deciding factor. But obviously, we got them back in the end. I felt like our defensive pass rush was towards the end. We uh, we affected the game a little bit, but guys, we just did not get a good pass. I know we have some guys out, but we had one guy that got a sack today. We had only one sack today, Jeffrey Simmons, and that was a big thing, like we mentioned earlier. Yep. How's he going to look? Is he going to play? I thought they might give him a full week of practice, and then we'd see him. Our best guess is he probably played half or a little less of our snaps without going back and, and looking at the tape guys or having that chance. Just your impression of, of Simmons tonight in his first NFL action. You know, Vrabel was looking for a spark. Uh, he didn't necessarily say where it was going to come from, but I think Simmons, you have to be encouraged by what you saw today. His first play of the game when he finally got in, he just manhandled the Chargers' right guard. I mean, it was unreal, and I got really excited and knew we were going to see something from him today, and thankfully we saw that sack, which was incredible to see, and I'm sure it was just an incredible moment for him on the field after everything he's gone through. So I think he's uh, going to do well for us. He played great considering how little football he's actually played pretty much this whole calendar year, obviously. He goes out in February, and he just recently started practicing in full year. And obviously, to come out on the field, play 30-ish snaps, and actually impact the game is a great sign. The only thing is, the Titans media team, you got to step up your game, because when he got his first sack, <laughs> Brett Urban, number 96, the guy we cut to help make room for Simmons on the active roster, pops up. Yeah, really disappointing there, but... Uh, I'm sure they'll uh, get that corrected soon. Your biggest keys, big fellow, to this win. Uh, let's talk about player or or maybe uh, series or, or set of plays for you. Yeah, I think me, I say it pretty much every week, I think every single game for us is going to run through Derrick Henry. And today he had 22 carries for 90 yards. Um, his longest run was 12 yards, and he had that touchdown, which – he didn't have huge runs, which isn't what we really need from him. He didn't have huge uh, openings either. It, it was a lunch bell type of day for him, for it, sure. It's it, cliche, it's but absolutely fits his day-to-day. -day. Yeah. We had to have those yards for him, and, and he gave it to us. We did, and we, he came through when we needed him. You know, he wouldn't pick up 20, but he picked up four, and he picked up three and a half, and he picked up five. You know, exactly when we needed him to do it. So that's what I need to see from this offense. And I think Ryan Tannehill 
had the day he had because we were able to run so well. Um, and he was able to get time and keep the defense off balance. So I just think Derrick Henry is going to continue to be our key to success going forward. No doubt in my mind that Henry is the engine of this offense, but we can't overlook how great Tannehill played because this was easily the most consistent performance we've seen out of this offense where the plays, the, the scoring, it wasn't because of bad defense, blown plays, or just big chunk plays. It was we were marching down the field when we needed to. Tannehill was hitting the tight window throws, the sideline throws, and we were getting those five yards to carry when we needed them most. Those two second-half touchdown drives we had were probably the best offense I've seen out of this team so far because it wasn't just this one big chunk play. It was we marched down the field like we were the Patriots and just slowly made our way to the end zone. So, guys, uh, yeah, we found a way to, to look better on the, on offense today. Those two guys, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, our offensive line played better today. Are they where they need to be for us to uh, continue this run? No. They played better today, absolutely. And uh, that, I think that's all you can do is hope for them to incrementally, uh, with the five that's out there, playing all the snaps, slowly get better. I liked what I saw today. But at the end of the day, we scored 23 points. In the average NFL game, that's not going to get it done for a win. Our defense, again, just gives up 20. They have given up 20 points or less every game this season, quietly having just one of the, one of the great defensive efforts in Titans history. Yeah, oh, easily. Um, I mean, our defense, they get it done. Uh, Logan Ryan, I can't talk about his play enough. He just is so solid for us. You know, he had a whole bunch of pass breakups. Um, you know, usually he does he does all of our corner blitzing uh, for sacks. I mean, it's just he brings it every single play, every single week. So our defense, they are a force to be reckoned with. If the New England Patriots didn't have such an easy schedule to start the year off with, this Titans defense would get a lot more respect because we don't always get that many sacks or that many turnovers, but at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is points. And we're one, and we're top five in the league. We've only given up 20 points twice, and that's been the most we've given up. And we've played some pretty good offenses so far and some pretty good players. All right, guys, this puts us at three and four. We all know that we'd love to win the division, but where it starts is you already start because we've only got 16 games in a season at that sixth playoff spot. All it takes is to get in. You guys feel like we're back in that conversation? Do you feel like uh, – do you all need to see us uh, have a win at home against Tampa Bay on Sunday? Or uh, does this change your feeling about the possibilities of this season? Because we talked about on Wednesday, if we lose this game, unfortunately we'd be talking NFL draft because it's pretty much over at 2-5. and five. At 3-4, and four, uh, how – how bullish are you feeling, big fella? I mean, obviously, we're still in the thick of it at three and four. Um, I feel better after getting a win today. I will feel better again after getting a win against Tampa Bay. But, you know, we saw the Colts square off against the Texans, and the Colts came out victorious pretty pretty big. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, he had a day uh, with four touchdowns. So, I mean, this is a long shot from being over, but we are definitely not out of it. Um, we have a lot of division games left. We've only played two so far, so there's still a lot of football left to be played, a lot to be figured out. Um, but I, I think a wild card spot is definitely within the realm of possibility, uh, possibly the division. So we'll just have to see how it all goes. Landon, in your mind, uh, is this team that you saw today, could you see them making a play and, uh, and, and being a contender for a playoff spot? I certainly can just because we didn't force any turnovers outside of the game-winning turnover. This defense is opportunistic. It's going to generate more big plays. 
And then the offense, even though they only scored 23 points, looked very efficient and effective. And this was one of the slowest games of the year, just in general. Each team played, each team played 61, 60 snaps, and that's really slow for the modern NFL. So yes, 23 points isn't much, but given that it was only in 60 snaps, that's pretty good. So if this defense, which is always going to be great, can finally be complemented by an efficient offense, then I see no reason why we can't get back into that winning record like we've had the past three years. So guys, in closing, um, we got Tampa Bay at home on Sunday. Uh, This is a team that uh, beat the Rams, and uh, most NFL teams have the possibility to beat you. Um, It's going to be a really big week for us. We could get back to 500. Um, But to sort of – we'll talk about that on Wednesday. uh, But to kind of sum up today's game, sometimes you don't play that well and you play ugly. So, guys, we've had some ugly wins, and it's it's great to have a win, but it's like, wow, did we really do enough to win on most Sundays? I feel like this one is weird because we did enough to win. Tannehill had a good game. We did, obviously, a lot on defense. We did enough with our running game. Offensive line was improved. And then we sort of uh, did not convert on the most important play of the game to that point on that fourth down. And then we got lucky. So we played well enough to win, and then we were still fortunate and kind of got lucky in a win. So uh, how how do you reconcile that, guys, as far as just kind of leaving? Can we take this and leverage that or – I think a lot of people that are not Titan fans that'll say, "Well, we just sort of we we just sort of pulled one out of a hat here." You know, I think every game this season is a, a learning opportunity for all of our coaching staff, and you know that fourth down play call that's going to be the talking point all week for that coaching staff, and I'm sure that we're not going to see anything like that. I think we're going to take advantage of this this good feeling to win at home for the first time this year, and we're going to try to couple that up with another win at home next week. And obviously, Vrabel, Mike Vrabel is continuously um, professing that it's one game at a time, you know, the old Patriot mantra, uh, you know, on to, on, to, on to the Buccaneers. So I think we want to live in this moment and learn from it and carry it going forward but only to next week. And, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, you know, we get in some situations where we can look back on what we did in previous games and say, okay, maybe we need to be smarter about that. Maybe we need to pl- call a different conversion, a fourth down conversion play other than uh, a, a quarterback sneak when everybody knows that's what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, I think we can carry this momentum. I think we can string together some wins um, and, you know, be a better team. This was the first time in a win this season that we were truly tested down the stretch. I think it says a lot about this team that once they finally had to show up or shut up, they showed up in a winning effort. And it was a win, you always take it, but it was nowhere near the type of win we had in Cleveland or in Atlanta where we we just were the better team overall, and it's hard to get better out, off of that when you're just better. But today, we we certainly weren't perfect. We were far from it, but we still got a win, so... You've got the good vibes, you've got the energy, but you still have a plan to get better. And let me add one more thing. So, <clears throat> obviously, the elephant in the room today was, you know, the the chemistry between Marcus and Ryan Tannehill. It's it's going to be it's an awkward spot, and for Ryan to start in place of Marcus, uh, especially when Marcus is not injured. So, I think today might have been a more reserved. A game, so I, I think as the weeks go on, Tannehill will become more comfortable as a starter, and there will be a lot of less tension involved there. And you know, hopefully, it'll translate to to 
you know, a better passing game, you know, even better than what we saw today. So I think that's a, a one factor that might help us get through, get over the hump. Big win for the Titans today, one way or the other. Tennessee Titans talk, Landon, John, and me, Nathan, we'll be back with you on Wednesday. We'll preview the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Appreciate all of our listeners. Follow us on Twitter on Titans Talkcast. We'll see you on Wednesday. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.